like really just pulls me to like look at something and like I just feel like compelled to just run into my bedroom and sit in there and, and meditate and not meditate but um, contemplate you know yeah things are being seen and like insights are happening and um, and what I noticed was that like uh, joy would come but then it seemed like the mind gained energy again or something there was energy there was happiness you're not to mind that uh, you know what about the mind too much has been in the past you know a kind of a focus on what what the mind is doing how the mind is behaving before I know it it's like the mind is doing everything again and planning everything it's okay it's okay you can be aware of that and you just see it as you you identify it very quickly that is the mind it's a it's the quirkiness of the mind that is arising like this and don't mind about it like it, let it be there it's okay you only need to be clear uh, that you're not that mm. this is you know this is the thing that I'm <clears throat> I so much uh, time and again emphasize and remind people that remember that doesn't matter how much how silly the mind uh, behave in this way, how threatening it can appear to be, you know how rebellious it can, how, how full of destruction it can arise. Yes. It's all playing for your transcendence, you know, and that you see through it, and it's okay you, you, that you're okay with that. Yeah, and I feel the power in it because suddenly it's it's like, oh, it doesn't matter what it does because because um, because there's a power in knowing who I am. Uh, what uh, is delightful is that this power has taken a grip of your body itself you know yes that you feel that you you know somehow this energy arises within you and yeah. then you you leave everything and go into your room and sit yeah. down this Everything. is something already uh, uh, already something so so beautiful because this is not coming from your mind you see it's like the the self the self taste you know mm. it's it's bringing the that portion of the mind and the beingness, which are collaborating to to form the idea of a person, is bringing that again into into the auspicious dissolution. You know, mm-hmm. it's bringing it again into merging with the with wholeness again. You see, so that part of it is would come, and actually, it is at this point that <coughs> quite often the kind of non nonsensical patterns of the mind start to come up. Yeah. You know, yes, like somehow right today. at the point yes. where the freedom comes, yeah. then the sort of uh, there's a kind of idleness of the mind, you know, yeah. and it's what you have described is so typical. It's like you've been sick for a while, and you know you feel oh, you know, and then suddenly you start to become well in the body, and then suddenly you you know suddenly you want to be a gymnast, and you know oh, yes, I think maybe I can. And all you know, it's just a way that uh, what I call the idiosyncrasies of thought, you know, of mind, and that you're not this thing, and don't be troubled by it, you know, just more. Uh, it's really showing 
the 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 silliness, the perverseness sometimes of you know of that uh, I mean that sort of uh, no. personal personal aspect or something personal. Uh, Personal kind of entityness, you know, but you are behind, just as the pure intelligence of seeing. You see, and here is where you need to, where your contemplation will deepen, you know, to keep checking in to see if you can come to, to identify yourself as something solid, because. When when you look, you feel that you see that there's nothing really here, as a me really that is solid. It's only a sort of shadow, like a concept shadow, a conceptual shadow, but perceived in 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 an indefinable and indescribable space. Intelligence, and this is this is where the this is where I suppose you can say where the joy is, is is in the non-finding of a personal me. Yeah. You know? And there's just the, there's just the that uh, that pure intelligence, that natural natural state. Easy. I was looking, and it seemed I was going deep into something. But then I was like, okay, I know this is kind of like a trick, because you know you feel like you're going going somewhere, getting somewhere, and you're letting go of things and things, and then you know it's it's like a it could feel less than it was coming from the mind. It was more from the mind. Wherever there is, a, you know, a, a sense of a me, even a spiritual me, even yeah. an evolving me, yeah. there's likely to be, you know, the sort of the ant's nest of yeah. all this strangeness will come around it a little. Your real inner and intuitive sense. It's really non-personal, you know. It really is non-personal, and it is as though there is the senses are functioning, and there's perception, you know, effortless perception of you know the world in a from a casual place of looking, is is going on. But there is no deeper investment in the in the play, yes. in the traffic of thoughts or feelings, you know. They're just allowed to be what they are. It's almost like there's nobody there to interfere anymore. It's as though there's no one here anymore to interfere or to feel the impact of thought as though they can operate as an enemy or as a friend. It doesn't really matter. There's no one here. How would it be if there was really no one here to be, you know, batting at thoughts or working with thoughts? There was nobody to benefit and nobody to to lose or to be injured at all. Just that there's a knowing that there's nobody here, actually. There's a place of seeing. There's no one here like that, not in that way. Something is here, but it can never be a victim. It can never be a, a, a successor. You know, All these kind of terms don't apply to that. It is just too much of an immaculate uh, state of being, you see. So somehow, because the body is here and the mind is here, somehow you can say the mind in terms of the perceiving uh, ability, then a world is sensed, you know, sense objects are perceived, you know, there's a movement of thought and so on. But there's no more someone who needs to be managing that. That was just an idea, this idea that there was somebody 
to to manage and to make the best use of something and to come out you know with some kind of uh, some kind of uh, success story out of it there's only the awareness you know yeah. this is this is this is where all the attempts of the ego is really heading towards and i cannot say the ego is only interested in in delusion because the ego from the perspective that it is an aspect of the of the truth of of consciousness the sattvic ego you know auspicious ego is actually searching for rest mm-hmm. it's prone to distractions because it still it still has an association with an idea of itself as being a person but also it's able to transcend that when it feels the deeper pull of truth you know sometimes it feels a deeper pull and it's an authentic response you see you know because you cannot say the mind is just evil no it's not you know it's, it's capable of both the display of evil and good and uh, but the thing is that the the mind it cannot exist by itself there's no such thing as a mind existing by itself it's like a wave cannot exist by itself it's just a movement of the ocean and this mind is just like somehow a movement uh, inside the being and the identity also is a kind of construct just in the same way you can imagine yourself as a doctor playing a part and so on in the same way the beingness is imagining itself as a person playing the part of a person you see and uh, somehow it appears that this beingness forgot that it was you know just a a possibility uh, a kind of role play possibly seen that it could be fun and actually fell into a belief that it is that role itself you know there's such a pull to be this role uh, you know instead uh, of to observe it there's uh, such a and i know pull is observe a pull is observed but uh, it feels like there's such a pull and sometimes i wonder is it this is more like my mind stuff. don't let don't let guilt be joined to that perception yeah. don't start to feel like you should be otherwise or well sometimes yeah. it feels like maybe it's my destiny to still be it and believe i'm it you when know? you say your destiny who would you be to to claim that destiny what precisely would you have to be to 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 reap a destiny in what form are you presenting yourself yeah. as the one who is going to be you know um affected by destiny it really requires some steady and quiet looking to see you know when you say maybe it's just my destiny you know there's a lot of blindness in what we speak you know but when we say you know maybe it's just my destiny i know that in a sense it is like the universal cliche when we think you know yeah it's just what my it's just my life and no it's going to happen but i'm insisting that you you nail yourself down you know you find out who is the i stop right there don't go any further and check in with that statement that has just been made because if it is not seen you know really you know what is the truth of this statement this statement will con- this this assumed identity will continue to uh, procreate new identities and new jobs and stuff for itself so that what is effectively only an apparition an idea you have of yourself takes root because you the consciousness believes in this idea and then this idea can germinate in your name it can continue to procreate in your name and uh, so when you say that you feel that you know you might be the victim of destiny or something like this 
I want you to find out who are you speaking as. You see, stop and check it out, because it's so important to really uh, be clear. You know, if this if this is really a truth, you know, if this is really a foundation, if this really is a truth, you know, when you say, I. This could be my destiny or something. Yeah, and it seems it's so missable actually, because it's very easy to just move in the groove of assumption and you know the the kind of collective consciousness of individuality and so on and just assume they keep on assuming. But the potency and the purpose uh, and the effectiveness of the inquiry is that it keeps on confronting the identity that you keep on presenting as yourself and say, but is this true? Are you that? What is that? You see? And something wants to kind of like, you know, kind of, you know, wriggle out of that question, you know? Sometimes in the inquiry, like a strong presence is there and like, then there's a fear. There's like a, a kind of a feeling of vulnerability or something. And then the mind wants to do the inquiry. If you're aware that the mind wants to do the inquiry and it is allowed to 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 apparently do the inquiry yeah. already the battle has been decided yeah, that like it's, uh, it's not going to it's not going to turn out to be really yeah, no, it's um, anything it's you know it's just going to be a sort of like a play yeah. you see? Mm. any idea is never fixed it keeps on changing yeah. it might hang around for a while for as long as the consciousness in its in its phase of hypnosis keeps on believing supplying energy to you know um, to this this kind of idea of self you know why this idea of self is so fascinating you know and and for whom who is aware of the idea of self if you leave aside the idea of self what is left look if you have identified that there's an idea of self that seems to be what is being engaged with and in and about so the idea of self is not the self let's leave that aside what remains now More subtle than okayness, it's it's space and peace. It's uh, non-identification. There's no there's nobody there to be hit by a concept, yeah. isn't it? Or to make use of some practice to do something. Yeah. Who, who would that be? Who's going to make use of a practice to get to truth? Who would it be? Can it be identified now? Each time you look again from your original place, you know there, there's no obstruction to your view. 
nothing is possible can obstruct. Can anything cast a shadow on the sun? And again, you contemplate and confirm, meditate on it, confirm. What is what is it that that what is a true position? Is it that this gets lost, or something else? What is the actuality of of the sense that that something is missing or something is forgotten? What actually happened? Just some. Some old thoughts or concepts come and mm. and uh, are they okay with you that they can come? They're okay until I identify with them, because mm. you know? mm. there's such a habit of it. So the challenge is to to not identify. Mm. If you want to call a practice, that would that would be the 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 ideal, uh, you know, recognition or that would be the best kind of practice is to. Mm, to watch when the when the when the where the where the identity or where the I would say the attention goes into some sort of relationship with those type of thoughts, you see, and then there's a kind of a creation of some a sense of an identity yeah. that has to operate in in the in the world that thought is creating. And that's fighting with those thoughts. Yes, yes, Usually. or attracting them and you know sort of repelling them at the same time. You see, and each time that is seen itself as a movement, it becomes less a reality and more just a, a movement. You see, in 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 that. Uh, when in this identification, it feels like there's this idea that it's impossible to come out, and that there's no will to come out. But then, when when not in it, it's like nothing. It's, it's like nothing. Nothing. Yes, nothing. Yes. Everything's fine. You know. Yes. It's this like that was a dream, though. That oscillation. Uh, of attention and belief uh, may carry on for a while, but if you just focus your attention only upon that, that which cannot move, which doesn't move, doesn't alternate, doesn't, it's not affected by any movement of thought or emotion, you know, and keep on confirming that. It's like we say, the sun rises and the sun sets. You know, the sun goes up and the sun comes down. But in reality, it's not like that. The sun doesn't move. It's really the earth that turns. Mm-hmm. But because, in a way, we are on the earth and we don't feel our turning, it just it somehow is conceived in our minds that it's the sun that's going up. When 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 the earth is coming, it seems like it's the sun that's coming up, and it looks like it's the sun that's going down. But the the sun is actually still, you know, in relation to the earth, and it's the earth that is turning. So we're the one turning away. As part of the earth, the sun is still. If you apply that to the sense of the, the self, we are actually, the self. We are actually the sun. And the identity which has grown in importance because of, uh, conditioning and belief and habit, mm-hmm. you know, appear to be, you see, appear to be, you know, like you know, oh, you know, like it's like the the self has has been lost. But the self cannot be lost. It cannot even be found. The, even the idea of something being lost and something being found, including the self, is there are only ideas arising in the in the in the realm of the self. It's not moving. 
So that's why I ask, when you are here now, in your conscious recognition, is this merely a mood? Is this something that can fade? Sometimes you hear me asking people, can this fade? Meaning that it's not really constant in itself. It depends upon something else. Can it fade? Like, over time, will time affect it, the movement of time? Or thought, can it affect this? What is this? This should be your contemplation, because when contemplating like this, you see, then it becomes very, very, very clear mm-hmm. in the very depth of your being. It just, it just removes the poison. Mm-hmm. It removes the narcotics from the consciousness that makes it believe that somehow I am the one who has done something wrong, which are, which are just images produced in your consciousness mm-hmm. that you are believing, and. Uh, you know, it's like uh, even the very believing at a certain point is going to be seen to be conceptual, even unreal. That you believe or disbelieve. You see, this is a very, very subtle. This is a very, very subtle thing I'm saying, and perhaps it's a bit early to say it. You know, uh, maybe it's a bit early to say that, but I say it that. The consciousness will catch up with that, with what I've just said, you know. That eventually, even, you know, trust and faith, even grace, they are illus- illusory, in fact. There is just the self, you know. Mm-hmm. There is just the self, which is pure awareness. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as something other than the self to reach the self and so on, apart from through the consciousness, which is the, the power and the potential that is inherent in the self to dream and to imagine diversity which is only a play within itself you know to fall in love with its uh, not just love also fall into hate also with its projections you see see it that even the story of spirituality of coming in and out of remembering and forgetting the self and uh, then you know finding the self again and then surrendering and you know sort of like you know really sort of going into deep contemplation at some point all these movements are transcended in pure seeing remain you know whatever this pure seeing is 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 synonymous with with a stillness of being, which is effortless. It's just there. It's not an achievement. There's nobody to achieve it. Even the achiever has really been annihilated in in the seeing. You know, it's like it's not real. But why I say that? I don't want to say these things prematurely, because in an arrogant mind, a sophisticated intellect can imitate pretend oh yes yes i i i know this and like the kind of the knowing of this mentally or intellectually or theoretically or whatever it is hypothetically is taken to be like you know the realization of the truth and it is not no. yeah. the I realization see. of the truth has got to burn out the idea of yourself as being a separate entity you see 
and only contemplation in the form that uh, you know I am not the moving parts, not what is appearing or disappearing, but witnessing of them is occurring inside my own self. I am not what appears or disappears. Myself I cannot find phenomenally, cannot be produced, cannot be shown. To whom would it be shown even? You know, these are kind of revelations, you know, they are not they're not it's not creative thinking, it's just their revelation that come. You're just seeing, you're just understanding, just like when you look in a mirror, the mirror is not suggesting anything at all. The mirror is not interpreting. You know, the mirror is not telling you anything about time or future or past. The mirror doesn't put any energy, doesn't waste, doesn't get tired by reflecting. There's something like that in us, you know, our pure consciousness, which is not molested by, you know, the 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 thought of of being a person who has to do something to become something else. So what is happening is that these type of notions they are slowly burning off. They are losing their credibility, their apparent credibility, you see, in the consciousness. Because the consciousness is recovering from sleep. It's like the anesthetic, you know, of the of the Maya is wearing off through the power of inquiry. And somehow it's like the the self is recognizing its original effortless existence. This is what is happening. And it is not too soon in coming. It's very magical all of this seeing. You know. The the method, if you want to say, of self inquiry is itself a, a grace and magic. Yeah, it does somehow. I don't feel I did anything to suddenly be yes. seeing. Which is kind of like I wonder <laughs> also my fear is like at some point will grace just stop this seeing? Why should it? Why should it? But make use of your self-contemplative possibility. You know, I say it like that. You know, I always use the example that if you, if you fall in love, no one has to remind you to remember your beloved. You don't have to turn. You know delighting in your beloved into a practice it's not needed it's just like it's it's natural when you are discovering against yourself because of the real mm, the suffering and the struggle of dwelling in the modification of the non-self then rediscovering your your innate your original joy and freedom How can anything turn away from that? I don't think this is a journey you can go back. Either you were never where you thought you were, but you cannot go back. And uh, maybe you can say there's a kind of forward, and forward means to just be more still. To recognize that there's no effort to be still. Although the consciousness plays as though it makes effort, and through the effort, stillness is seen. 
we can say like that actually let's not be frozen let's not have any you know conceptual seizures you know where you're stuck into a concept that you can't see beyond you know we can speak anything we want you know. it's really the seeing that is important you know, we can speak we're free we can speak Don't wait for the mind to be pure. Don't wait for the mind to be pure. It's a waste of time. Just keep remembering and being one with the awareness. Just stay as the awareness. You don't have any duty to perform more than just remembering but how simple it is to be. The mind is really somehow for whatever reason appear to be suggesting, you know, methods to be and ways in which you can get closer to the self and stuff like this. In a way, it is the consciousness that it has to use all this trickery to refine and deepen its own power in in a way, you know. Yeah, because, because yeah. Because yeah. if it wasn't for that then, you know, nothing happened, you know. Then you keep believing in everything. Yes, you know, you you're a very failure is your opportunity for success if you want to say you know because you experience pain and hardship then it really drives you to 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 transcend them and is this urge to transcend in a way that you know returns the power to the consciousness you see they work together you know the devil is god's servant you know as a role to play it helps you to you know somehow in these bodies the the consciousness is going to be prone to um a lot of um, delusions and it has to use turn things around you know like it's going to use the delusions to an extent to retain its transcendence you know it's less like that you must not let go of this what i'm speaking to you that you are the one who watches you know the voice of blame and guilt and shame mm-hmm. you know you're there the presence they're, they're not they are performing in themselves you know they are really the interrelated opposites in a play you are the witness of them you are the audience to that play you know it's not that really you don't need to participate any more than just be the perceiver of them i mean are you not the one who who perceives uh, that movement that that play And like you said, you already report that this one is not anywhere to be found particularly. 
as a located, you know, it's not it's not sitting in a chair, it's not sort of like, you know, you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't weigh, you know, you know, eighty pounds. You know, it's not black or white, it's not a man or a woman, you know. So you've already, you know, shown that you're not you know, you know you're you're not an object. You're perceiving objects in all their varied expressions from the subtlest thought to the most, you know, kind of gross manifestation of uh, form. You know, you're a perceiver of them. None of them can exist without you. But you are what? You see? Really, really, you don't appear and you don't disappear. You're coming back to your formless uh, self, which is where the joy arises, you know. It's just your joy. And if the joy, you know, sort of like in this very, you know, sort of like uh, northern climate, the weather is not stable, the northern climate of the mind, you know, it's sometimes very, very sunny, and the next minute it can start to get overcast and it's lightning and thunder, the next minute it's just beautiful sunshine. So you are, you are not to mind, you just let them, let all these things play. They're playing off by, them, by themselves, you know. Don't keep, you know, don't try and make a summer day last in this northern climate, you know. Just, it lasts as long as it lasts. When it's gone, rain, as, lo- as long as it lasts, like this. But you're not waiting. You're not the one who's monitoring the weather. You're not, a, you're not a, a weather reporter, you know. You're just somehow the space in which all these, all these temperatures, all these, you know, all these patterns are moving. I guess what I'm really pointing to is what I'd said earlier that there's nobody there to interfere with the existence. You know, even if this body moves and appears to perform a contrary action, it just belongs to the to that uh, manifesting consciousness. You know, it it's it's like as soon as consciousness is present, you know, it is present as the experiencer and of and it's present of as what is being experienced, and it's present as experiencing. All of these are the play of consciousness. It doesn't come from anywhere else. Is consciousness behaving in the form of the experiencer, uh, as the I am, and as the me, and as my life, and as the other, and as the living? It's all the drama of consciousness, you see. And consciousness is an aspect of ourself. And this is why we feel we are in this yeah. also. Yeah. But our most essential place is really uh, unchanging, you know. It's just that pure, I call it intelligence in the moment, divinity, that is beyond time. It has nothing to do with time. It's not affected by time. It is not revolving. It's not alternating. It's not being affected. It's it's immutable. But 
out of his greatness, everything is perceived according to the perspective of the consciousness in a particular body. The view through that body is the view that is felt in the in the greater in the greater consciousness. You know, it's like this. I find that this and this type of way words really are clumsy, and I'm not the best user of them. We are just about scraping by, trying to find the best use of words to kind of convey the wordless. And I think it's necessary and it's good to fail. Because if we could succeed with words, you wouldn't go further. You know, it's the fact that the words are only a hint; they're only a pointer. The rest has got to be finished off by an intuitive uh, awareness, you know, within ourselves. Yeah. That can't really, you know, words. The the greatest orator, the most eloquent speaker, the most knowledgeable person, still cannot convey what the self is. I don't think Buddha could do it or mm. Krishna. They couldn't convey it with words. Mm. They could use words to their maximum potential and possibility, you know, and with combined with their own spiritual force, it gave a fragrance that could quicken the recognition of the self, which is wordless, in what I call a, a receptive and sattvic mind. It could do that, but beyond, but the words by themselves can't do it. You see. This is why when someone asked uh, Jesus, like, what is the way? What did he say? He didn't say over there or this way. He says, I am the way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he said, no one comes to the Father except through me. But Christendom has created a kind of like, a, you know, they've done something very tricky about that. He says, the question was, what is the way? He says, I am the way. It is greater than saying, you know, the way is to study the scripture. He says, I am, meaning that what you, what I am embodies all of that. I am the way. Because what the scriptures are pointing you to is not just something you must follow. It's something that you must recognize you are. So Jesus is, is, is actually affirming and confirming. But I am that. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father, meaning no one goes to the Supreme, except through me, the I am, without knowing who I am. Not who I am personally. He was talking about his personality. He said, by, except by going through the door of I am. When you come in through the door of I am, then you will reach the Father, which is the Supreme. You see? But they were talking in terms of his Jesus. They were talking, his Jesus, you know, you have to follow Jesus. And he says, no, 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 you have to follow the Christ. The Christ is the I am. You have to go through the I am, then you will know the Father. And I and the Father are one. Yeah, he didn't mean I am the Father are equal. He said, I, we are one. There's, there's beyond equality, you know, we are one. They don't say I'm equal. I'm saying we are one, meaning that there's no. There's no separation. I am one with that. Whether I am this much or that much, doesn't matter. I am one with that. There are no proportions there, there, you know, in it. You see, I am not separate. So, actually, you have to, your understanding, the words are pointing you, but they have to be consummated. They have to be realized in you, where you know, but I am that. Not I know that. You have to come to the realization, not saying to somebody else, but the realization, but I am that. What else can I be? Yeah, because when you know something, there's two, though. You know? 
Yes, yes. I mean, it is called self-knowledge, you know, in the highest sense. But I say it's a non-dualistic knowledge, meaning that you know that you cannot be anything other than that. And then lights out. You cannot develop this knowledge into philosophy or something. You know, it's like that knowledge is the mirror. And what is seen in the mirror, you see, cannot speak. The knowledge is just the mirror. And that which is seen in this mirror cannot speak. It doesn't have anything. It's not interested in reflection even. And that's a that's an intuitive thing. And this is really a testimony to the to the greatness of the potential of the human spirit to realize such a, such a, such subtle mm, truths. You know, it's in us, you know? and not in some sort of arrogant way or some proud scholarship. You know, it's in us because we are that. The world can be seen in a lot of different ways. There's not one view, you know. What is the right view of the world? Actually, there's no right view of the world, you know. If there's 50 million people looking, there's 50 million views of the world. You see, there's no right view of the world. It just depends, really, whether there is uh, the consciousness as elevated in, as somehow transcended um, the lower identifications enough to be able to see with the pure seeing, meaning the seeing that's free from interpretation or judgment, you know, and desire. So that seeing is called pure, you know, that seeing. There are so many different ways of looking at things. Some people look at the world, they see only evil. Some people look at the world, they see potential. Some people look at the world, they see a lot of love. Some people look at the world, they see like, uh, they, they just cannot uh, comprehend what is the what is the meaning of all of this? Some people think they know. It's just a question of perspective, you see. But only that one who has transcended themselves, meaning what? They get rid of themselves, actually. They stop thinking in terms of a me who has a historical background, who has a, you know, a CV, you know, a sort of resume or whatever it is. Uh, and all of that doesn't pertain to anything except to as an identity, an idea that I have about what I am. And they have not gone beyond this. The one who has gone beyond this don't have this trouble. I am the way, the truth and the life. Jesus said this. A human being has the potential to reach that that level of insight in order to say these words without without shame without pretense you know i am that i am the way there isn't a way apart from me except as a projection i am that way i am that truth i am not the thing you're going to find and keep i am the one who is always here And I am the life. I am not someone living life. I am life itself. What a realization, is he?
ساکن رو 